What is up guys? Welcome back to Peace and Tribulation. I want to start today's episode off by reading this very familiar passage, but super, super encouraging. And I'm reading this in the New King James Version. So, um, Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her just as the break of dawn. The nations raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Whew. I just want to praise the Lord because he is good. Um, being in ministry, but while healing is very hard. Uh, and I've been having a hard time mentally. Um, and this passage just, I had a, I had an urge to look up the, the Hebrew translation of be still, because I think we hear messages like this. We hear that scripture, Psalm 46, 10, so many times, be still and know that I am God. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. And it is comforting. And I never want to disregard it as not comforting because the word of God is, um, especially like that scripture, but it's even more comforting when you know the context of this passage. So I'm just going to, I looked up, what is the, what is the Hebrew translation? And I found this website called rethinkno.org. And I want to read some of what it says. It says, be still. We tend to associate this command to be still as to be quiet in God's presence. And while quietness is certainly something we are told to do in the Bible, that's not really what be still means in this verse. The Hebrew word for still that's used in Psalm 46 is rafa, and it means to sink down, relax, let go, cease striving, or withdraw. It means to sink down, relax, let go, cease striving, or withdraw. I was just talking about this the other day, but I think a lot of times we think letting go is us avoiding a problem. But when we're letting go something into the arms of God, we are actually giving a situation into the hands of the most almighty God who is already having a way. He is already making a plan. He has every single step of our lives established. He knows the beginning to the end. He already knows the ending. He is actually the one who is sovereign and in complete control. And so when we're letting go of something, we are giving it to God. And instead of worrying about that, we need to be filling ourselves with the truth of the Lord that allows us to continue to persevere in his love, peace, and joy, and every other fruit of the spirit. Because I don't know about you, but I am tired of being in my head. I am tired of it. I am tired of listening to the lies and the fears of the enemy to the point where it's it's affecting my dreams. It's affecting my sleep. I'm tired of it. I am so tired of it because God is in control. And I am told to be still and know that he is God. 
And to, I need to know that that is enough. I need to know that the power of the cross has never, it's never going to cease. The power of the cross is forever. The power of the name of Jesus is forever. Jesus never ends. God is love. And perfect love casts out every single fear. Every single fear. And we get to take every single thought captive and take it and make it obedient to Christ. We need to understand what it means that perfect love casts out fear. We get to cast out fear in the name of Jesus. It's by his blood. It's by his, his name. It's by his life that we have authority. It's his armor we wear. So we're going to be still and know. Because I don't know about you, but the enemy has no power in my life. And I'm, I'm not going to let him think he does. I'm not going to let him think he has power over my family. I don't want him to think he has power over my mind. I don't want him to think he has power over what I do because I have feared. I have been fearing speaking the word of the Lord out of so many different what ifs I have and worries I have. What if you're not enough? What if this is in vain? What if your past, like just every single what if, but by the power of, of God, by the blood of the lamb, I am free. I testify to the word of the Lord that he has set me free from everything, that he has set my family free, that he has set my mind free, that he has set every single one of my siblings free, every single family member I have free, every single person that I have harmed, every single person that has harmed me, every single person in every part of my life has been set free in the name of Jesus. And I will reflect Jesus because greater is he that is in me than he who is in the world. And I am, I, it's hard to know that. It's hard to be still and know when I, and when all I can think of is all the fears and all the anxieties that I feel like I know more than the Lord. My, I'm not going to lie. My focus has shifted. I have been anxious and tired and just confused and crying out to God every single day, just frustrated, feeling like I don't have a future. But those that love the Lord, he says in Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. Let me pull it up because we love Jeremiah 29, 11. But through 13 is where, like, you really, really see just the beauty of God. Okay, let me pull it up. Sorry. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. For I know that the, for I know the thoughts I said I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring, bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I've driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you to the place from which I caused you to be carried away captive. Can I please tell you that God is faithful and that you just need to be still and know him and seek him? Can I please remind you that you seek him with your full heart and you will find him? You will find him. And it's not this big mess that you have to fix. Can I remind you what be still says? The Hebrew word is Rafa and it means sink down, relax, let go, cease striving or withdraw. Let me continue on reading some of what this um, passage says. It says, 
Remember the context of this verse. It's a time of conflict of war. This isn't a call to be quiet. It's a command to stop fighting. Be still means to stop the frantic activity, to let go and put down your weapons of war. Why? Because God's in control. Don't, my pastor always says this, don't hear what I'm not saying. It doesn't mean don't put on the armor of God. It doesn't mean don't be in the Lord's word. It doesn't mean not worship him. No, continue to do the Continue to do those things, knowing that those things exemplify that he is in control. Is exemplify the right word? I'm about to look it up. I'm about to literally look it up. Yes, it is the right word. Those things exemplify that God is in control. To put on the armor of God, to be in his word. You're putting on his armor. You're reading his word. You're worshiping him. You are showing that he is in control. Can I please remind you as I remind myself, and that as the Lord reminds me, I should say, that control has not been taken from him. No one can take control out of the hands of God. Nobody can take control out of the hands of God. He is having his way. He is working all things out for the good of those who love him. Please trust in God. I'm going to continue reading what it says. Think of Jesus calming the storm. The disciples were fighting the waves frantically, trying to save themselves. But really, all they had to do was be still and look at the one who who could calm the storm with just a few words. I don't know about you, but there's so many times where I'm so frantic in my head. And it's like, I will drive myself nuts being more and more in my head. And then it's like, I end up just realizing I really can't do this. And I just need to pray. I just need to be in the presence of God. I just need to cry to him. I just need to tell him everything I'm thinking. And I just need to be in his presence. Being still means, me, being still meaning, means, to, sorry, to cease fighting and instead trust God to be our help in a time of need. What happens when we are still? We can know God. It says this, to know, to know means to be aware of or to probably, to properly ascertain through sight. When things are chaotic and there's destruction all around, we will be tempted to respond accordingly. Don't respond to the storm. Respond with prayer. To try and calm the storm ourselves or pick up our weapons and fight. I keep having to remind myself that I can do nothing in my own strength. I can do nothing in my own strength. And especially in times where I feel my mind is chaotic and everything around me is chaotic, it's like... Lord, now I really don't know what you want me to do. So I really just need to worship and praise you. And I need to trust that you're with me no matter where I am, that your grace is sufficient, that you will never leave me nor forsake me, that your word is alive because Jesus is alive. And I just want to trust you with that, that you are sanctifying me, that you're faithful to me, that you know me, that you've known me before I was even even in my mother's womb. Like, Lord, I really need you in these moments because my mind is chaotic. These, These are the things that I have to be reminded of in the in these times because we are to know God, know his truth despite what we're seeing instead of being tempted to try to fight ourselves. Whenever wherever we go, even when even when people fear battles in scripture, when it's like what the Lord calls them to do, like go here and tell them about, you know, they need to repent or something, right? They're like, "Oh my gosh, like Lord, but I'm just like I stutter." Or, you know, like lead them out of this and it's like, "Okay, well, I stutter or something like that, right? Or like even bigger, like I'm, I'm just scared of this. He always says like, do not fear for I am with you wherever I go. And I think a lot of times the enemy likes us to think that because there's a storm, we have to fix it ourselves in order for the Lord to show up, that we have to go first for him to show up. The thing is, is the Lord is faithful to be who he says he is and where he says he is. So he's going, but he's going also with us 
And so when we're going, he's also moving with us. He's already been there though. He's already been there and done that. Like it's already done in his eyes. So everything that we're going through, like trust that you never have to do anything in your own strength. You never have to do anything to to try to prove yourself to the Lord, to try to please, please the Lord or anything like that. It's literally through him that we're able to do anything. It's literally through his son that we're even able to be in that connection with God because now the Lord sees his son who is holy and is without sin. So trust that it's through him that he's going to carry us through to the very end. He's going to help us run the race. The, um, Okay, the next page. Sorry. It says, but the meaning of Psalms 46, Psalm 4610 shows us a different path. Instead, we should be still and know that I am God. God is still in control. We need not worry or fight. Rather, we ought to look to him. You see, when we are frantically running around trying to do everything ourselves, we lose sight of God. I definitely can testify to that. We forget about his power. I've can testify to that as well. When we are still, we can remind ourselves that God God's got us in his hands. Knowing that he is God means that we can acknowledge him and place our trust in him. And then also the more in, in that scripture later on, it says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. That's what the Lord is speaking. And, and it says when, um, it says when, when we, when we neglect to be still and we can start building our own kingdoms and make everything about us. That path leads to a faulty foundation. When we place God in his proper place and, be, and recognize it's his kingdom, then we will find peace, even if it's if, even if the world is falling apart. When we are still and acknowledge God, he will be exalted on the earth. I think, too, it's like when we are still and know that the Lord is the Lord, is the Lord right? That he will be exalted. That's what we start to see. I don't know about you, but like I can get so focused on my worries, every single worry, every single worry that I forget the reality that like his spirits within me, that God is in complete control right now. Like he is control. Like, I'm looking out my window and I see a car is passing on the highway. He is in control with every and above every single person driving their car right now and every single person driving by. He's in control of the sky right now. He's in control of the trees. He's in, he's in control of every single living creature. Like he is in, like he's, he's in complete control. He is the one to be exalted. He is the one that gets the glory. He is the one that gets the honor, which means that there's going to be life. All right, here's the next part. It says, the command of this birth verse is to be still. I already read that. No, I didn't. <laughs> the command of this verse is to be still, to stop our frantic activity, to recognize it's not us who's in control. We put far too much pressure on ourselves and fail to, and fail to instead, of, instead rely on God for, for our needs. We are carrying burdens and fighting battles we were never intended to. Stop, let go, with relax, withdraw, look to God instead. We also need to recenter. The purpose of stopping isn't just for stopping's sake. It's to recenter or refocus our life on the one who is actually in control. We are going to be at a frantic, frantic pace when we are acting like it, it all falls on us, but God is the one who can calm the storm of our life. We need to remind ourselves of that. I think one of my, um, my bad habits is like, all right, Lord, I let this go. And then it's like, I'm not actually filling my mind with the truth of the Lord. And last night I had to write down all my fears. And then on the opposite of the page, I wrote the truth. And there was way more truth than there were fears. And I felt peace. I did. I felt peace because it was like, all right, Lord, 
I feel so out of touch right now and I feel confused and I feel crazy and just all these, I just feel like a mess. But the truth of you has remained the same from age to age. And I want to trust in your truth more than I trust in my worries, than I trust in any feelings of anxiety, than I trust in fear, than I trust in the scenarios in my head. I want to trust in you more because you know. I want us to be a people that we understand and continue to come back to the truth that God already knows. He knows tomorrow. He knows the next day. He knows five years from now. He knows 500 years from now. And he doesn't just know, he is working for our good for tomorrow. He is working for our good for the next day. He is working for people for in 500 years when they're here. He is working for people on this campus that I'm on for the next 10 years. Like he's doing things for everyone to work for their good, for peace and for a future, for the kingdom for the kingdom of God. I want us to be a people that relies on that, that has peace. And it doesn't really make any sense. But you know what? I have the peace of God because he knows about my tomorrow. He knows about the next day. He knows about my fears. He knows about what the enemy tries to do. But he says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. We don't have to remain in fear. We don't have to remain bondage to fears or of our past or addiction or memories or whatever it is. We don't have to remain in fear. We get to remain still in the Lord, knowing that he is fighting for us. And we are going to see a victory because where Jesus is, there is victory. Where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. And in this world, we will have tribulation, but he says, take heart for I've already overcome the world. I've already overcome the world. And I, I, like I said, I'm in the midst of healing right now. There's, there's things that I'm still healing from right now. And I understand that. And that, that's what fears me, but it's okay. It's okay. Because God already knows. God already knows. I want to finish the part about recentering. It says, when we are going at a frantic pace, we are acting like it falls on us. Um, I already said that, but I'll say it again. But God is the one who can calm the storms of our lives. We need to remind ourselves of that. There's two ways we can do this. First is by getting into his word. Look at what he's done and look at at his heart for his people. And then it says, second is by remembering what he's done for us personally. We tend to focus on the problems in front of us rather than the storms he's brought us through in the past. Look back and remember how faithful God has been. When you stop, you can recenter your life on God. And then third, it says, walk with God. Once our life is recentered, we can walk with God. We can walk in the love, the peace, and the joy he has for us. I want to remind you as the Lord is reminding me, we ha- he has peace, love, and joy for us now in the midst of our trial, in the midst of tribulation. Why? Because he's already overcome the world. He's already overcome the trial. I need us to be a people that remembers that it is already done in his eyes. I need us to be a people that lives out of that. It says, we tend to think that the good life is found when we go after what we want, when we fight for our rights, when we demand what we deserve. But this verse teaches us that it's when we give up and look to God that we will get what we are after. And also the Lord is working for our good and the good of others. And that's what we're also called to do. That's something I'm also learning as well. And it's like, we have to trust then 
that everything we're feeling, he is working for us and for the good of others. He has laid his life down for not only us, for, but for our neighbors. That's all I, that's all I took from that website. I think I'm going to link it, link it in the um, bio of this, but I just, the Lord is too good, too good. Like in the midst of our trials, we get to rest in God. We get to rest in the one who overcame death. Can I remind you that the enemy only comes to steal, kill, and destroy? Can I remind you that what he does leads to destruction? But that doesn't matter because the Lord on the cross overcame destruction. He overcame defeat. He overcame death. He overcame flaws. He overcame sin. He overcame our shortcomings. Can I please remind you of that? Can I please remind you that the God Almighty is fighting for you. God Almighty is fighting for you. He has his angels all around you. His armor on you. His, the blood of the lamb covering you. Can I please remind you that who the son has set free is free indeed. Can I remind you that he is slow to anger. Can I remind you that the fruits of his spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, long, suf- long suffering, self-control, gentleness, there's two more in I'm goodness. And did I say joy? I think I said joy, but I'm going to say that as my last one. Um, can I just remind you of those characteristics of God? That our ability to reflect those is through him being those things and placing his spirit within us. Can I please remind you that God is good and that he is working for you. And working for your good is working for your eternity. It is working eternally. And glory is active. Goodness is active. His life is active. He is an active God. He is an active God. Continue to turn to the Lord every single day. Submit yourselves to him. Submit yourself to him. Open your hearts to receive his love. Open your hearts to receive his forgiveness. Open your hearts to receive conviction over condemnation. Open your hearts to receive truth. Open your hearts to get rid of fear. Open your hearts to get rid of worry. Open your hearts to to surrender your thoughts, to surrender the, the, the lust of your flesh. Open your hearts to God, to God. And speak to him and tell him everything. Bring it to the light. Tell him about it. We are going to make it through. God is the only firm foundation. And he is our firm foundation. And we are going to make it through. We are going to make it through. I don't know what that's going to look like, but we're going to make it through. I don't know what tomorrow looks like, but we're going to make it through. I don't know what his plans for me are, but we're going to make it through. I don't know half the time what he's wanting me to do, but we're going to make it through. I have a lot of fear sometimes. We're going to make it through. I deal with anxiety. We're going to make it through. God is God. He is the way, the truth, the life. He is faithful to do his will. He is faithful to us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. The enemy has no control. He's already been defeated. We are covered by the blood of the lamb and we are wearing the belt of truth, the shoes of peace, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. He is fighting for us so much that he's given us his armor. And we lead with faith. 
Faith in God. Not in our works, not in our own strength. Faith that we can rest in the Lord and he will fight for us and he will make a way out of the wilderness and he will lead us out of Egypt and he will take us to the Holy Land and we will be safe in his arms. That we are hidden in him, that we are under his wing and that he's got us and he is carrying us to the end. That he will give us everything we need to run the race. God is faithful. God is faithful. Please know that you are loved tonight. Please know that the Lord is trustworthy. Please know that he has made you everything that you feel you have lacked from when you were in the flesh. Please, please remember that he has forgiven you. Please remember that he has known you before you were even in your mother's womb. Please remember that he knows the thoughts he has for you and they're a peace and of a future. Please know that you are so loved that he already sent his son for you and he's sending his son back for you again. I love you. I hope you're doing well. If you need anything, please let me know. God bless you.